0: hey guys and welcome to the next episode of bitch work podcast i am so incredibly excited to have taylor king as my guest today taylor hi hi (laughs) i'm so excited i can i'm like just so unbelievably happy to have you here because the first podcast i was ever on was tk's podcast i didn't know this was your first that was your first podcast yeah, that was the first podcast I'd ever been on. Like, I was not like... Oh my gosh, I'm truly honored. And now here we are. I don't know, how long ago was that? Like, two years? Um, Over a year, because it was before Christmas last year. Yeah. So, 2018. Yeah. Well, I feel like we've yeah. grown so much since then, and I really feel like our friendship has evolved and developed, and I just love you, Absolutely. and I'm just so happy to have you on the pod today. <laughs>
1: Same. I'm so excited to be on because I love your podcast and I love like the concept and the Instagram
0: and everything. So I'm like very, oh, yeah. thank right you now. so much. Okay. Before we get started, why don't we just like <laughs> let everyone know, like, how are you doing in this quarantine time? How's everything going over there? What have you been up to? Are you staying sane? Well, I'm currently, uh, I am staying
1: sane. I would say I am currently in LA, which is where I live, but I do have an apartment with a roommate, but she's back home <laughs> And I actually moved into my friend slash boss's house, <laughs> um, which is probably a unique situation for, compared to most like people. I feel like most people don't move in with right. their boss, um, but we are actually like really good friends too. So I moved into her house with her sister and then their roommate. And so there's just been the four of us and we have been, I feel like trying to make it as normal as possible since we do work from home here all the time. Right. Um, I feel like the main difference for me is just like living here, but it's been, we've been I feel like I'm such an extrovert. It's so fun, like, being with three other yeah. people all the time because I need human interaction. I'm, like, constantly FaceTiming people. So the, for me, it's been a blast. I mean, we're trying to make the most right. of it. Of course, I, like, wish I could go, like, dance my booty off, like, at the bar or right. something.
0: But, like, you know, we're making the most of <laughs> it. But going to be, like, the first thing that you do when – I know that we're not ever going to be able to go back to real life, like, with the flip of a switch. But when your sexy governor, who, by the way, is so sexy – gavin that's his name right his first name is gavin i think so okay well like i always see announcements from him but like i don't keep up as much as I it's just tried. so funny because the new york governor governor cuomo was like such a babe and so was the california governor so like it's the only two like news sources that i keep up with but either yeah, way when yeah, the governors yeah. and when the government says like okay young people are allowed to go back out and like do things what are you gonna do
1: Ooh, I feel like I'll definitely, I'm such a foodie, so, like, I love going out to eat, so I feel like I'll be making a trip to John and <gasps> Vinny's.
0: I feel like that reservation is going to be so hard to get. Oh, my gosh. The reservation, like, eliteness of
1: the restaurant is just going to go up totally more, and I'm not looking forward to that, but whatever. Um, I feel like, also, maybe, like, a trip back home to Indiana would be, like, exciting because, like, there's no travel going on, so I feel like... Maybe that, um, I also feel like I'll probably go out, out. But, like, I
0: honestly, like, I feel like I'll kind of be afraid to, like, go out, you know? I think that, like, the first day that they're, like, okay, you can start being social again. Like, obviously, I just want to go see all of my friends. Like, I'm at home with my mom, so I haven't seen any of my friends in over a month. And that's really getting to me. So I first, like, make a stop at every person's apartment, but I agree. I would be a little bit scared to like go out on the town right away. Yeah. I feel like I'll like hang out with friends, but at like each other's yeah. houses. Maybe you know? this is like a resurgence of the
1: house party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, also, I I feel like this will be my number one thing, which I can't believe I'm waiting this long to say it, is SoulCycle. Oh my God.
0: Yes. <laughs> that I've missed that so much. You're so, so right. Much. I really do miss working out in a group setting right now. Like it's really getting to me working out from home, working out in my living room. is just not cutting it. Like, I do. It's just not the same. Like, not the same energy. No, not the same energy. And if something's hard, I'm like, no one's here to judge me. I'm literally going to sit on the couch. I know. Like, there's this burpee (laughs) section in this class that I always do. It's called The Class by Taryn Toomey. And they have, like, a streaming platform as Mm -hmm. well. And it's so good. And there's always a burpee section. And I haven't done the burpee section once.
1: Burpees are probably the worst thing.
0: They're awful. They are the they're worst. They're so awful. Yeah, but um, they definitely kick my butt, but they're, they're just not fun. Just want to go to a workout class and then, like, go to a coffee shop and get, like, an iced latte afterwards. Yeah, that would be ideal. Just the little things in life. For sure. <laughs> Okay, okay. So now let's get in to work. So Taylor, you are a podcaster and a producer, which actually feels quite similar to how I would describe myself, which I love. Oh yeah, that's so true. Yeah. I mean, actually, I don't know if I would consider myself a podcaster. I don't know if I'm that legit yet, but I definitely would consider myself a producer. I don't know. Well, some people
1: also call my position, my position's really weird, but some people like, I guess in the real traditional industry would call my position a predator which is like a oh producer, yeah producer editor. editor totally yeah so there's that and then like but also I'm like behind the camera filming all the time so it's like right. I, I also say producer
0: because I feel like it it can be like a lot of things yeah I also feel like in general for any digital producer like at least in my experience in corporate production as well as your experience which isn't corporate production um At least right now. I don't know exactly what your past is, but we will find out. Um, The role of digital producer always takes on so many different responsibilities. Like, even at my corporate job, I edit videos all the time. I'm behind the camera. Like, being a digital producer, like, you really get your hand in, like, every single part, which I love. For sure. Yeah, I love that.
1: I love it because I am someone that likes to change it up all the time. Like, when I go to, like, Starbucks, like, I get something different every time. Like, I'm that person. So, for my job, that's the same thing. I get a little bit of everything every time. So, it
0: it keeps me busy and excited. Okay, so going off on that, why don't you, like, give us a more in-depth explanation of what your job is, what you do, like, what your day-to-day looks like.
1: Okay, so, like, my full-time salary job is basically being i guess the producer predator filmer, whatever you want to call it for the youtuber slash influencer alicia marie which um she is literally the best she's i guess her main like platform is youtube but then she also has all the other influencer platforms like instagram and twitter and you know igtv she's doing she tiktok a, yeah she's doing tiktok Um, And she has a podcast with her BFF Remy Cruz, which I know is how like the connection with all of you happened
0: through Remy. Yes, yes, through Remy. I don't know. Oh, know what it was? It was Steph. Steph was like, I watch this girl Jordan on YouTube. Like, I love her. Steph is Remy's BFF. BFF. Yeah. Yes, and then. I was just like a little. I still am, just like a little tiny YouTuber. But like Remy was my favorite YouTuber ever. And I checked my She's DMs one day, and she was like, "Hey Jordan, I want to be your friend." And I was like, "Holy shit!" That is, so and it ready. was it was so, so cute, ready. and like and then, made my
1: life and then remy through remy alicia met you and then i remember when i was like looking or i was going to new york and i was thinking about podcast guests she was like oh my god you have to do jordan rebecca like because we're jordan rebecca stands and i was
0: like oh my god who's jordan rebecca yes so that's how i met taylor and it was it's like one of the coolest connections i'd say i have in life
1: i know it was like so random but it was so funny because like when they first said it I was like okay like whatever like yeah I'll do whatever you say but like
0: when I met you I was like oh my god wait I'm actually obsessed with you yes we they were so right that's what you need to do after quarantine is over you Alicia, everyone needs to just hop on a plane to (laughs) NYC truly we've
1: been craving a New York trip so that would be like the best thing ever but yeah so I work for Remy's BFF, Alicia, and now they have a podcast together, which has been up for a while. It's called Pretty Basic. Check it out. But now I am so lucky to help produce that. So that's been a new fun adventure for me.
0: That's amazing. Okay, so now let's go a little bit more. I want to know like the nitty gritty, like what it is you're doing for Alicia, how you started your podcast, because you have your own podcast as well. And then like really like what it is you do for Pretty Basic and kind of like give us some more in-depth, description of what it means to be a producer for an influencer slash a YouTuber who has a big following okay so
1: I always say this on like any interview I've ever done but I just think it's really funny like literally before I started I thought that like working for a YouTuber well first of all I never thought I would work for a YouTuber I always thought I would be like an executive at like Warner Brothers or like Paramount or like something like that, like a big like well known named company. Which like and, totally, if
0: you still want that, could still happen.
1: There's plenty of time. Yeah, and and I actually have done a bunch of like internships all over. Like I've done worked on sets, or I did an internship and worked on sets with CBS. I did one with um Amazon. Like I've been on yeah. it, like big production sets, which is so cool, and I, like, highly recommend if you want to be in any form of entertainment, just because I feel like you learn so much about the lingo and the vibe and, like, how you – how things are run here, I guess. And Um, we will definitely get
0: deeper into those things after this.
1: Yeah, very excited. But – with YouTube it's so different because I I legitimately if someone would have told me like oh I work for a YouTuber I would have been like oh so you get your nails done every day you know (laughs) what I mean or like oh you go to Starbucks and like take an Instagram photo like that's what I thought it was and little did I know I when I kind of started like dabbling here and there because the way I started wasn't like normal like hey I want to offer you this job and I was like all right perfect it was more like Hey, can you help me out? And like, I had no idea it was going to turn into this full time thing. Right. And I quickly realized that we are like literally doing a million things a second. And a YouTuber, being an influencer and a YouTuber, is no joke.
0: And it's 24 seven and it's hard stuff. Yeah. And it's a smaller team to create like, sometimes massive productions that get oh yeah so much engagement so many views and like are it's really important content to so many people
1: oh well that's what's crazy is like there's been shows that I've worked on that I mean literally there were like one to two hundred people almost on set like helping out or went through like a hundred people to get like the thing to happen or whatever and like now it's like I don't know sometimes like two to five of us not even sometimes just her and I Mm -hmm. two of us doing a our one-man show or whatever and it's getting like double or triple the views than what this massive production that costs so much money to make was getting so exactly it's just it's it's really cool also seeing that side of it also like the instant feedback and the instant reward of views and comments and engagement it's really cool seeing like it's instantly it's not like this huge process to go through like ticket booths and get the tickets sold and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. it's just like oh my god it's right there in your hands and you can watch it so quickly and it's um a fun little reward for us yeah instant amazing. gratification I guess yes
0: that's like something that I I really crave in my job because you know you work on something and it doesn't get published for so many months and all these people have to have their hand in it whereas When it's a small production and it's just a few people, it's like, we made it, we love it, it's going up. And then immediately you get to see how everyone is reacting to it, which which is a joy that I get from my own YouTube videos. But, like, it's super exciting to see that on a bigger scale.
1: Yeah, and what's cool is, like,
0: I feel like it's always
1: the videos that you're like kind of like, eh, I don't know how this is going to do, blah, 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 that kind of really surprise you, too. Yeah. Like, wow, this is doing really well, or oh my gosh, people are taking this so well, or whatever the case may be. So that part of
0: it's really fun, too, just seeing how everyone will react to it. Yeah. Okay, so then let's talk about your podcast. Like, how did that start? How did you come up with the idea? Because your podcast has such a unique um, format to it that I love so much. Like, how did that come about, and how does that fit into your work with Alicia and Alicia and Remy on Pretty Basic?
1: I started it before I worked for Alicia and before Pretty Basic was even a thing. Right. And I had this podcast and it's called TK's Juicy Pod. And the reason why I started it is because I started making this, these polls on my Instagram, like a part of my brand, I guess. And what like I mean like literally I probably had like two to three thousand followers at the time. So basically majority, everyone I knew from like high school was following me and college and then like a few extra people. You know what I mean? Right, like right. it wasn't like I had a following. Right. So but I always like I was that girl that like watched YouTube. Like I was into influencers. Like that's where I was influenced, not through like celebrities or like shows. Like I was into like influencers and YouTubers. So I, like, always would, like, make, like, cute stories. Like, I always cared about, like, what I posted. Like, I always would try and get cool pics. Like, I just appreciated that. Right. And I loved, like, the creation part of that. And so I started doing these thi- these polls because it came out, like, not too long ago, this the feature on Instagram where you can put a right. poll on your story. And then people can vote. So I started them because yeah, I was home for winter break in college one year and I was bored and I just started posting polls so the first one that started was like and I would make them in Photoshop which now I just literally make them in an app like it's so easy I like make the graphic and then just add them in the Instagram app yes, yes. but like I used to make them in Photoshop and I think I started off with like food so it mm. would be like pizza versus mac and cheese and then people would vote and then it would be like celery versus carrots and like people would vote whatever right. they wanted and I was like so intrigued because like all of these people that I knew were voting and I could see what they voted and on top of that like hot boys that like I had crushes on were voting so I was Which like, is okay. really just
0: the best part of it all
1: oh yeah so I was like okay if like John Doe likes carrots like does he like it when girls slide into his dms first like let's find out so that I can slide (laughs) yeah so I was like oh my gosh let me ask like some juicy questions instead of just like carrots versus celery so it quickly evolved into like the food ones into like sports polls into like tv and movie polls and then I was like okay here come the juicy polls so it was like relationship questions so it was like you know, should you always expect the guy to pay first on a, on a first date? You know, should the guy text you after the date happens? Um, if they, like, do you uh, play into, like, res- waiting to respond on Snapchat? You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that that, like, mm-hmm. I feel like everyone always wonders or, like, I talk about with my girlfriends. But, like, it's never an open conversation with, like, males and females. Right. So I started posting all these polls and then all these like guys or girls that I thought were cool or like I had crushes on or whatever the case was were voting. And I could literally see
0: what like, you know, everyone thought little Sally Walker was voting. And I was like, whoa, this is so cool. Also, like, those are insightful questions. You can really know things about a person from answering those oh, questions. Oh, yeah. And uh, which really, I remember when I was like, whoa, was when
1: I posted, I was like, are you happy with the relationship you're in right now? <laughs> and and people I knew were like, no. Like, voting no. Do you I was think like, that people <gasps> knew that it's not anonymous? Like, I think. Like, I think that it was so new. People didn't know because the Twitter polls, you can't see. Yeah. Yeah. But I think now people know. But the thing is, is, like, I can't even see what my friend votes or, like, what, like, hot boys vote anymore because now I have
0: too many responses. more followers. Yeah. Right.
1: So that's the only – and I really wish Instagram would actually give a feature for creators to, like, search who views their stories. or Totally. Search who, because it's, like, that's, like, the fun about Instagram. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I was, like, so into the polls. And I had never gotten such good feedback from, like, people that, like, maybe thought like i always say this too like my brother's friends would always like one of my brother's friends would call me story like as a joke because i would like post so many stories he would be yeah. like, all right story like he would like make fun of me
0: yeah and
1: i remember specifically when he was like yeah like tk these polls are really cool or like he said something like that and i was like whoa if he you thinks they Yeah, I'm, like, if the most, like, critical friend of mine thinks they're cool or if, like, even, like, some of my influencer or creator friends would be, like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with your polls. I was, like, whoa. If, like, people are saying this, I need to do something about it. And simultaneously, I really wanted to start a podcast, so I just decided to make the polls into the podcast. So, basically, now... I have a guest on almost every podcast and we'll come up with juicy poll questions like Jordan and I did one. It was really fun. We talked yeah. about Jay swipe a lot.
0: <laughs> yes, we did. We did. And,
1: um, basically you post a bunch of polls and we did a bunch of like relationship ones and then people get to vote and then we talk about the results and like what we would have voted on the pod. So yeah. it's really fun. It like keeps the podcast going and, um, it's very fun to be like engaging with my viewers or listeners.
0: Right. So how do you, um like, balance your podcast, your followers, your brand, also with what you do for, like, Alicia and with Pretty Basic and stuff?
1: Okay, great question. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, um, so it's really weird because at work I'm pretty much, like, editing and I'm I'm creating all day right and then I come home and like my side hustle is to create or edit or whatever so it's really weird because like it's it's like you're constantly doing quote work which I love and I'm like so obsessed with but it's really hard to like differentiate the two and like not get sick of it so for me, I – and and recently, I've been, like, starting to vlog, mm-hmm. which I feel like I've always wanted to do. It's just always been such a hard thing for me because the whole, like, edit – like, I just – I studied in college for four years – editing and the last thing i wanted to do when i got home was edit edit so it's like trying to find okay what do i love about editing or like what's my favorite part, or part or why am i not excited to edit this video so i think like just taking time to realize like okay why am i not excited to edit this or whatever or like for instance i've been actually like trying to figure it out a lot during this break because i've been incorporating vlogging which is a whole other beast right and Um, Alicia actually just helped me. She's, like, so supportive of me and what I do and is always, like, coming up with ideas for me. That's amazing. And, yeah, she's so awesome. But she was like, TK, I really think that you should make your vlogs, like, just five to seven minutes or anything under, like, seven minutes. And I was like – she was like, that's just, like, your – she was explaining to me. she's like, I think that's just, like, your personality. Like, you're kind of all over the place. Like, get to the point. Like, short and sweet. Like, that's just your vibe. Like, you – you yell like your sentence and then you're done like you're not like a long right you know like that's just not your personality like you're spunky, right. you're quick that's how you are and I was like oh my god you're so right and it totally. like made even that like knowing like okay if I have to edit this 40 minute vlog that I have down to five to seven minutes like that's so much easier for me to edit because I'm not like eh, is this good enough to stay I don't know how long this will be like right. little tricks like that have really helped me mentally
0: totally um,
1: so, I don't know. I feel like I just – how I maintain both of them is, like, letting my own stuff be, like, a treat, like, to yes. work on, you know? Yeah. And it's – I I feel like I'm constantly, like, brainstorming for the both of us, but since our brands are, like, so different, like, I'm kind of, like, a tomboy. Like, I love Flames and Red right. and, like, Basketball and, like, Stuff Like That and, like, Juicy, like, Relationship, Dating, like, Sexy Questions. And right. hers is more, like – light and like lifestyle and she likes products and um, makeup and and stuff like that so it's really that part's really easy for me to me to differentiate but yeah. one thing I did do that has helped me a lot is I used to edit all of my podcasts and now I give that to an editor oh and good I still re-listen to um, I still re-listen to my podcast, but, like, for me, that's not as a creative outlet, and I'm not, like, learning really from it, and my favorite thing about podcasting is just talking and, like, actually being the talent, so yeah. I was like, if this is driving me nuts, and if I'm not getting podcasts up because I'm not editing it, like, let's delegate that
0: i totally relate to that i've said it before on the podcast and i will say it again i fucking hate editing this podcast so much i get so bored because also because a lot it's of like an hour of you talking it's like i don't want to listen to this totally I, it just is, talked. I just said it i've already lived the conversation the last thing i want to do is listen to it again Completely. and also i have to because on a lot of the episodes like we're talking about people who work at actual companies with like who have like HR in them and like, we need to make sure that they're not saying anything that's like going to upset their HR or their inappropriate. Like you have to edit them. And I, so one time I fell asleep editing the podcast. Like I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, Oh shit, that's not getting up tomorrow because I fell asleep. And I will
1: say, I would say almost any big podcast they don't edit their own. Yeah. Like, I think there's something different about editing your videos because, like, you can add your flair, you can add your sprinkles, you can add your unique text that squiggles and moves around. Like, right. that's, you know, the Jordan Rebecca
0: flair. But, like, with podcasting, it's literally like cut, paste, cut, paste. Totally. You know? Totally. Um, I also think, just going off of what you said earlier, I also think that having a boss that really supports you in your side hustle or, like, your hobby is so key. Like, If you were working with someone who was like, no, I need you from this time to this time and didn't give you the chance to even create something for yourself, that would make it obviously 10 times harder to achieve something that's your own. Also, like, if you're a boss, like, I know one day, let's say if I had, like, a full-time employee that
1: I was, like, that was my sidekick, basically, like... The more you invest as a boss into your employee, like the more the employee impre- appreciates it and wants to invest into you. So like literally anytime time that she like, I mean, even this week we are like, I was like, I'm struggling so much because I don't know how to maintain this like vlogging and podcast and like you and blah, blah, blah and the working out and blah, blah, blah. Like I was like literally like a stress ball. And she was like, oh my gosh, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Every night before bed, I'm going to text you a list of what we're gonna do by the next day. She's like, I don't care if you get it done in two hours the whole list in two hours like work the rest of the day on your stuff she's like I don't care but just let's get it done like I want to help you you know be able to maintain this and like do this as easy as possible like you shouldn't have to be up till like 4 a.m. editing something like that's not we're gonna make it work and I was like the fact that she even like took the time to think that or like wants to take time to help me I'm like oh my god that just makes me want to work the whole literal rest of the year for you right you know what I mean like constantly without my stuff
0: also she sounds organized as fuck and super motivated (laughs) like wow good for her (laughs) she is and I would say I mean we all have our days right it's not like
1: she's like even in my eyes she's like the perfect human being but like she we all have her days you know yeah and um I feel like what's really strong and awesome about our relationship is that when i'm having a day she's like there to like light a fire under my ass and help me and like gas me up and um make sure that i'm okay or i even was joking on um unsolicited advices podcast the other day how i was having like a stomach issue and i was like i think i need to go to the bathroom and she was like oh my god go like i got this like (laughs) no worries like it was just like so it's like i feel like just the best relationship and then yeah. vice versa when she's not like having a day that she's like really wants to be on camera or whatever like I try and do my best to gas her up so I don't right. know it's just like she's the best
0: <laughs> yeah which also is great that you guys are friends and you work and you guys work together like that's what creates such an amazing duo is because you can have that like open relationship which I think is something to consider in any job especially maybe not so much in like a corporate position like you probably want to you know maintain a more professional relationship with your boss but for a lot of situations especially like freelance and things that are a little bit more casual so to say I think that it's really important and like um what's the word needed to have a really good, friendly relationship with your boss, for sure.
1: Even to be, like, you know, when you you can tell when someone's having a day or, like, they need – something's off. And even to be, like, hey, actually, like, this happened with my family back home and it's really bothering me. Sorry if I'm a little off. Right. Like, just knowing, like, that's why can, like, help the whole day so much more because, like, if you're working together and you're getting frustrated, like, you know it's not because of you
0: it's like oh
1: clearly this is bothering her and like I'm gonna help
0: her deal with that or whatever the case may be yeah okay so now let's dive into a little bit more about like your background and how you got to this point so where did you go to school what did you study when was your first internship and we can kind of like dive off from there I love how you do this in the middle of the episode. I feel like this is usually the first question. Um, I mean, usually we don't like talk about other stuff for thirty minutes. Like we just I mean, this also happened, I feel like when I was on your podcast. Like, you're such a talker and I'm such a talker that like we could just go on forever. But this is normally, yes, the main bulk of the pod. It is except the main. <laughs> for that, like, we've already been talking for thirty minutes. No,
1: I love it. Okay. So I am from Bloomington, Indiana. I was born in a small college town, which, like, I'm obsessed with. Like, I'm actually obsessed with Indiana. I used to not be. Now I am. And I moved to L.A. to go to the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. I went for four years, got a bachelor's degree. I majored in digital media and digital cinema. Mm -hmm. And during that, I was like literally soho for internships and like side hustles and jobs like i was constantly like me too trying to get on set trying to learn like i had no resume i have no like parents that are steven spielberg right no like connections like i was just trying to get my name out there and trying to learn like the lingo the vibe like what i needed to do to get to where i want to be and so I did like a gazillion internships like I started I worked for this one company production company called film pool. I helped them with a show called Laud have mercy, which is where I got my first associate producer credit. It was so awesome. I was so That's amazing. Oh, my God. It was base. I basically worked with like all males on that, which was a super fun experience. And they were so unlike n- typical Hollywood culture. So nice and yeah. helpful and not weird or creepy, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> And uh, I also worked for a production company called Pure Play. I also worked for Planet Blue. I also worked for um, I, for a hot second for Whitney Eve, mm. which is like Whitney Port's yes. um, clothing line. Yeah, I worked for her for a second. And I worked for a fashion blogger called I Am Fashion Lane who now we're about to do a podcast swap, which is crazy. Oh,
0: cute.
1: Um, Yeah. And I'm trying to think of who, where else. Oh, and then I worked for CBS. That was, like, my biggest, um, I guess, like, corporate internship. And it was, like, a long time. I worked for soap operas, which was super fun. And then I kind of, I guess I was working at, at CBS, kind of in their casting department when I got approached by Alicia. Okay. And i i was working there part-time i was like about to graduate and she had asked me to meet up with her for coffee which i thought we were just gonna like meet up as friends and like talk about boys and stuff right
0: wait so you knew her you knew her prior to moving to la you met her in la like how did you guys meet oh okay so we met through kenzie elizabeth
1: who was a youtuber and a podcaster who is also one of my best friends and we met through kenzie because alicia and i met through kenzie because we would do like these mini bible studies cute okay we were friends and actually just did a podcast actually i think on mine where we were talking about how i like we really met but basically we became friends through kenzie and then but not like best friends like we didn't like i would never been to her house she had never been to mine friendly friendly yeah just like if we saw each other out we would like talk and have a good convo but not like oh my god he texted me this like it was not like that kind of friend. right so she asked you to coffee she asked me to coffee and we basically at the end of it she was like yeah i'm kind of stressed out with work or whatever and i was like oh do you need help like i can help you because like i help all of my youtube friends like when they need help and she was like wait really yeah and i and i think in her head she was like wait really and i was <laughs> like oh my god yeah of course so then when i went i you know started working for like whenever she needed me but really it was whenever i was free so Got she would it. be like oh when are you free this week and i'd be like monday and friday and she'd be like okay can you come in those days and i'd be like perfect and then the next week when she like was trying to pay me it was like double what i've gotten paid at like any corporate thing ever got it okay so so i was like
0: whoa (laughs) so initially when you started working with her she was right off the bat paying you or did you have to like have a discussion she
1: paid no, she so I didn't think I was going to get paid, but in her head she was like, okay, every day she works, I'm going to pay her.
0: Oh my, God. amazing. Okay, so you didn't yeah. even have to have like an awkward discussion of like, can I work for you? Like, what's no. the pay situation going to be? Like, that's amazing. No, 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 no. Which I
1: I I'm not even biased. Like, I just think this this is my opinion. If you're a creator, or actually if you're anyone and you're hiring someone, like you need to pay them for their work. Totally. I'm just like I don't know. I mean, like I and it's weird because like I contradict myself because when I'm like, oh, if you're just trying to start out, like work for free,
0: right? It's a a hard employee. You need to pay. It's a hard line to draw, but I think if you are, for me, the thing is, is like if you are an intern and you're Mm -hmm. doing intern type tasks like you're learning on the job but in a more obvious way then like that's an internship and like maybe you don't have to get paid but if you're like you graduated college like you're obviously in the in the world of working for money like you've graduated you have a skill and you're there to help that person with that skill that you've already perfected like you get paid exactly and if you're like if you have
1: like actual skills like behind the camera and you're helping and like you're helping direct and you're helping set up the camera and like you're you're good at filming or whatever the case may be like you should be getting paid for that totally and i didn't even realize that until she was like hey so i'm paying you this much and i was like what that's incredible so and then quickly it turned into like oh you know can you come in whenever you're free to, hey, I want to offer you a full-time position. I want to put you on salary. And I, and that's when I was like, wait, what the heck? Like, are you for real? It's amazing. So that's kind of how it happened. And I, now I'm in my second official year
0: with her. Awesome. Um, My other question is you have a ton of internships on your resume, like what is your, I'm not going to go in detail and ask you like how you got every single specific one, but like in general, like how did you go about getting these internships? Were they posted at your school? Did you reach out to people directly? Were you like searching on job boards constantly? Like what is your advice for like getting an internship and getting that many internships, especially for people who live in LA or New York and can have internships throughout like every semester of college? Okay, so I was, like, psycho with getting internships because I was, like,
1: this is what I want and I'm going to make it happen. And I think you kind of have to have that mentality because, like, literally no one's going to hand you anything on a silver platter. So what I had to do is I pimped out my LinkedIn and I literally, like, when I wanted to work for, for instance, like, CBS or, like, like, let's say I wanted to work for Netflix, right? Right now. I would literally add every person that works at Netflix on LinkedIn. Like... But I was allowed to like, that wasn't in like the premium, like I'm too cool to be connected with you like feature. So I would like literally connect with everyone and message them Mm -hmm. or, or see if I had any mutual friends with them on LinkedIn. If not message them, hi, I'm like, you know, I'm a student. I would like your job is my dream job. Uh, could I ever pick your brain like over the phone or maybe could I shadow you for a day? Like, Literally, just the most innocent like student email possible, and m- a lot of times I would say like ninety five percent of the time you're gonna get told no or no response. But right. there's that five percent that wants to help you. Yeah, and you know you just gotta be relentless and like keep following up, keep asking. And I I would also say like even though I didn't know no anyone moving here, like once I knew okay the director of my program at Fittum like she knows so-and-so through so-and-so via LinkedIn. Like, maybe she could send an email on my behalf. Right, right. Or, like, start really getting creative with your connections. Like, so if you don't know Steven Spielberg, like, how can you get to his assistant? Right, You know, or things like that. You really got to get creative. So I just basically made my LinkedIn and my Instagram kind of my resume so that if someone even wanted to take a second to think about hiring me, if they looked at that, they were like, oh, this girl's cool.
0: Yeah. I love your answer because that's exactly my answer. Like, I was totally a LinkedIn whore as well. Like, I would message everyone. And that's my number one piece of advice for getting a new job, for getting a job after college, for getting an internship, is reaching out to people and just being genuine and nice. And like, Completely, you're correct. 95% of the time you're not going to get a response. And like, I think you're more likely to just not get a response than to get a no. But, like, who cares? Like, who cares? Even, like, my brother right now, for
1: instance, is applying to internships in LA for the summer. And he's like, all right, I finished the UTA internship application. And I'm like, all right, have fun filling out, like,
0: 80 more because you're not going to get that. You know what right, I mean? Like, Like, like it's know. like setting <laughs> your application into a black hole. Like, it's just never yeah, going like, to happen. I mean, it could. It could. But there's a low could, chance. It could.
1: But, like the reality is like it's very slim chance that you're going to get it and you just have to know like that's okay like honestly when you fill out those really long internship applications it's kind of awesome because then you have all that information for the next one to just copy and paste so it's like I would just say apply to anything and everything you could ever possibly like I never thought I would work for like a really small production company with all males that was about like it was like a show I would never expect to work on right like I would think I would work on like a lifestyle like reality the hills type of show right and when I was working for this my first internship I was like wow I'm learning so much that I never thought I would ever be interested in and it really opens your eyes so you're not going to get your dream job the very first time but I think every little piece of work is just going to help help build the resume to the next big thing
0: Totally. I totally agree. And I think that being open and being flexible is really key and also really valuable in internships because if I had stayed closed minded and only been like, I want to be Juliana Rancic, then I would be living in like bumblefuck Kansas right now being a reporter, like reporting on the weather. Like that's just how my life would go. And like, that's not where I am because I was open with what I wanted to be. And I was open to different majors and different internships that Ultimately led me where I think I belong as a yeah
1: so exactly.
0: and I feel like along the way, like, like I said, like I
1: thought I'd be working at Warner Brothers and now I'm here with like Alicia Murray Brothers and it's awesome and like it's way more my vibe and my style and I wouldn't have found that had I not done all the other previous internships and like been like, oh, maybe I actually don't like this corporate stuff or oh, maybe I would thrive more in a smaller environment or whatever the case right. may be.
0: Right. Okay. So now I have a question about like actually creating content. Um because you work like when you're working with Alicia and when you're creating something like does she come to you with an idea of okay TK today we're gonna make this video or are you like pitching ideas to her like creating stuff and like working together to brainstorm like how does that go down.
1: Literally all the time since I am such a YouTube fangirl and now I like justify it with like doing research for my job like constantly I'll be like hey Tana's doing this like should we consider doing this or I'll be like hey you know blah 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 like Emma's coming out with a new series called this like should we consider using this like editing tactic or whatever. I'm just making stuff up, but you know, right now, but, um, all the time I'm like, Hey, you know, tie dye is a really big thing. Should we do that right now? And she'll be like, Oh yeah. You know, I was actually thinking of doing a roommate video. Like let's combine the two or that. That's how, like how we work a lot. Or a lot of times she'll have stuff like, for instance, we had, she had in her head forever to do, um, being other people's personal assistants and which we did with, um, Lauren, DIY and we did that with Lauren and which we had had in our heads for over a year and um then we started seeing we were like oh shoot like why have we not done that yet like people are going to start doing this we need to like hop on it and so it was so funny when we actually ended up doing it cuz it was a year after we came out with the idea so i don't know i feel like sometimes like we'll like put it in the bank and like have it there just in case But a lot of times we'll come up, come up with it, like maybe the week or two before. Yeah. And um, get it done.
0: Okay. One of my last questions is how does the process of like creating one of Alicia's YouTube videos work? Like. Do you sit down and like script out the video? Like, are you creating it shot by shot? Are you creating a breakdown, or is it a little bit more like relaxed? Like, because I think that the a lot of people who are obsessed with YouTube, who are obsessed with these big YouTubers, you know, I think a lot of their production styles can vary. Some people are more scripted, more organized, are creating layouts, and then maybe some people out there are just flying by the seat of their pants, making videos that they like, and it's fun and it's easy. Like. Where does it fall for you and your team? I feel like we are
1: very envious of people that can just fly off the seat of their pants because, like, her and I just don't really operate that way as much. I feel like we are planners and we like to really think everything through to make the best piece of, like, content that we can, which... Like I said, that's just the way we work. So it works really well together. So I would say they're more on the produced side. But there are random, you know, like, for instance, a haul. Like, we're not going to plan out each right. shot because it's, like, it's a haul. Yeah. <laughs> um, or sometimes we'll be like, hey, this video is more relaxed. And we, like, know that that's the vibe. And I'm just going to be following her with a camera. But I would say, like, for instance, I'm trying to think of, like, an actual. Oh, we just did a, like, work from home video, for mm-hmm. instance. And we wanted to come up with, you know, each tip and like where we're we're like, okay, here's the tips. Now, where are we going to film all the tips? So then we'll kind of come up with a shot list. So usually I'll come up with like an outline and kind of run it by her and we'll like tweak it. And at first we'll start with like just a random sheet of paper and we're writing everything down. Then I'll kind of curate the outline in like a Google doc. And I actually even have, I've made like templates for our outlines that sometimes I use, sometimes I don't. But then we'll create some sort of outline that's like, okay, first shot, we we always film on Mondays and Wednesdays, and then Tuesday, I'll usually edit a little bit of what we did on Monday. So that way we know for Wednesday, like, hey, I don't really like the vibe of this. Like, let's change it up on Wednesday. Or we can be like, um, you know, let's redo this shot, whatever the case may be. That's kind of why we do Mondays and Wednesdays. And then, yeah, so I'll just tell you our filming schedule. Mondays, we film Wednesdays we or or Tuesdays we edit and she usually vlogs she usually has that day to vlog Wednesdays we film Thursdays is like pretty basic day Mm -hmm. and like errands and like nutritionists stuff like that
0: and then Friday
1: is edit and like get the video ready to upload fun so um and sometimes mondays or tuesdays or whatever will turn into like brainstorm sesh days usually on tuesdays and thursdays i also do a ton of research or i do a ton of like brainstorming okay but um so after we come up with the outline then we'll kind of make a shot list like okay so if we have to do the intro and we want to do you know all these different tips like the tip is like working at a desk and then the tip is I'm trying to think of the actual tips we use like getting dressed like right uh, when you work from home or whatever the tips are we're like okay we want to do the getting dressed like in the closet we want to do the right. intro on her bed we want to do the um you know whatever shot in the living room but on this chair whatever the case may be and I kind of like write that out so that way when we're going through the day we can adjust according to the light Oh, yeah. The light is different during the day. So, like, for instance, for us, the light is best in the morning downstairs or um, sometimes we like it really bright during the day upstairs in her room because we can use like um, the curtain on her on her window for like a diffuser or like whatever the case, just kind of the vibe you want. Um, some days we're like fork the light we're going to make it work with our own lights and right. fork um, the light. you know fork the light we're going to make the light work with our own lights and go in the exact filming schedule we want. So I feel like that's kind of how we do it and then yeah. for editing I feel like it goes through a bunch of different rough cuts until until it gets to like we're trying to still figure out really our like ideal editing schedule but it'll go through rough cuts and then it'll do the fine cut and then she'll do like the yeah. intro part of it while I'm finishing the body and then we'll like switch it's like it's like a well-oiled machine okay I just
0: have one more question because you know it's been 50 minutes <laughs> sorry I'm a <laughs> What? what um I love it I love it so much what what is your goal? Like, what do you want to achieve? What do like you dream of being like, where, where is your career going in five years, 10 years? Like what's your dream job besides what you have now? So I feel
1: like I really used to like my dream would be to be talent, right? Like be the YouTuber, be the whatever. And, um, I feel like I've really through the years with like, especially honestly, just really working with Alicia. Like I've really fallen in love with like, being able to be a producer so that's something like I always want to do a little bit of is like produce Mm -hmm. whether that's like her stuff or whether we're producing our own project you know together like on a tv show I don't know what what it may be but I love producing I love coming up with ideas I love helping you know a big project come to fruition but my one of my dreams that I've yet to really dabble in is like hosting Okay. Which I mean, of course, I have on my podcast and stuff, but like, I would love, and I've done like a few like fashion show things through through FITM, but like, I would love to do have like a Tanya Rad moment. Okay, amazing. Uh, do you know who Tanya yes, is? Yes. Oh, I'm literally obsessed with her. Okay. So, um, you know how she does like the E red carpet, like
0: the countdown, like all yes. that stuff. Like that she's is she's in so radio, too, right? right? Yes maybe you need, you gotta get yourself on the radio i mean you're doing the right thing i know I, I would be down for that too because i just love like i love interviewing and yeah. i
1: love um asking the juicy questions so i think that's something i would really like to dabble in more is like hosting and whether that's on the radio or you know my own show one day or on a red carpet i don't know yeah. what the case may be but that's something that I, like is one of my dreams for sure
0: well, you would be excellent at that. I have no <laughs> doubt. I have no thank doubt you. that if you set your mind to it, you will get it done. Thank you so much. I have much. absolutely no doubt. All right. That's it. That's a whole episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, Taylor. Thank you so much for being my guest. I love oh you God. so much. Thank you
1: for having me.
0: And I'm I actually... love that you're...
1: Go ahead. No, you go. I was just going to say, I love that you're having this platform to like really give especially females such a voice and like be able to tell their story because I feel like if I were even me now but like especially if I were like a freshman in college right now like I would literally be obsessed with your podcast like learning from everyone.
0: Thank you so much. I really do love the concept behind it and I think it's I think it's really important for people to share um, their experiences and how they got to where they are because I remember when I was in college I felt like there's a, com- there's a competitiveness between everyone and, like, there's a competition to get the best internship and I remember when I found someone who was really willing to help me, this girl who, her name's Cassie, and she had an internship at E! News and, like, she really, really helped me get my internship at E! Like, she helped me with my resume, she connected me with the right people and, like, that is why I got it. Once I found her, I was like, holy shit, like, she's so nice and successful yes. and, like, she's helping people. Like, why can't we all just freaking help each other exactly even like the little details like
1: oh you got to know someone like that doesn't help me at all like no you know just tell me like I need to like pimp up my LinkedIn like anyone can do that you know right right and like uh, tangible goals I feel like are so nice and I I wish I would have had like this podcast to listen to when I was younger
0: well, I really hope that anyone listening out there today found your suggestions and tips helpful because I think you are incredible and such an inspiration for, like, so many people out there. And I think that a lot of people, like, are super interested and invested in this YouTube world and it's, like, kind of a mystery. It yeah, like, really exactly. is.
1: I mean, I wouldn't be surprised within the next five years, like, every big YouTuber has a person like me, if not more.
0: Yeah, totally. Has her own production like, company that it's like It's totally a job. It's totally a valid yes. job
1: where you can get paid great money and you learn so much. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, that is it. Obviously, if you guys don't follow TK already on Instagram, follow her, DM her, message her. T- What's your Instagram handle again? It's TK's Juicy Polls. Follow, listen to the podcast, and I'm sure if you guys have any questions, they can DM you about like any specifics Please, about like I jobs love or anything. And then of course you can follow me at Jordan Rebecca and the podcast at Bitchwork Podcast on Instagram. And that's it. Thank leave you guys a so review. Much for listening leave Oh a yeah, review. leave a review. Leave a rate. review on Apple Podcast, <laughs> rate five comments, baby. Comment, like, and subscribe on um, YouTube. Not that this is on YouTube, but, you know, if you want to, like, check out my channel, you can. (laughs) Um, Okay, (laughs) that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. TK, thank you so much for being here. I love you so much.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.